0: Good morning and welcome to Tuesday morning, December 3rd in 2019, on When I Rise. We are in year A or the second Sunday of Advent, and on Tuesdays we typically go into the book of Psalms. And so the psalm for this week in Advent is Psalm 72, verses 1 through 7 and 18 through 19. This is one of those kingly psalms that anticipates the coming king, the Messiah. Uh, That God will do his redemptive work in and through. So we will uh, read that passage this morning, then I'll provide a couple of points of application, and then we'll pray together this morning. Thanks for making this part of your morning. Let's pray together on When I Rise. Psalm 72, verses 1 through 7 and 18 through 19. Endow the king with your justice, O God, the royal son with your righteousness. May he judge your people in righteousness, your afflicted ones, with justice. May the mountains bring prosperity to the people, the hills, the fruit of righteousness. May he defend the afflicted among the people and save the children of the needy. May he crush the oppressor. May he endure as long as the sun, as long as the moon through all generations. May he be like rain falling on a mown field, like showers watering the earth. In his days may the righteous flourish and prosperity abound till the moon is no more. Praise be to the Lord God, the God of Israel, who alone does marvelous deeds. Praise be to his glorious name forever. May the whole earth be filled with his glory. Amen and amen. This is the word of God for us. Let me share just a couple of thoughts before we turn to a time of prayer this morning. Um, and it's safe to say that the Jewish people chose to live between two great realities. The reality on one end is the harsh realities of the world around them. They knew that they were exposed to war from outside armies, that they were exposed to the threat and the vulnerability of the cycles of agriculture and unrest with even within their own country. But on the other side, they believed that they were a nation that was chosen by the one creator, God, and that even though the world was all out of sorts, that God was going to bring it back uh, to its a rightful place in its conclusion, back to a place of righteousness, or what they call peace or shalom. And so, what we have in Psalm 72 is a rehearsal of that hope and that expectation. Psalm 72 is at the very end of the second book of the Psalms. And so we see a pattern um, in the ending of the minor books of the Psalms. Uh, this is a Psalm of David, just like the end of the first book of Psalms. It was the end of the Psalm of David. And even verses 18 and 19 and 20 of this Psalm are, they believe, or added at, to the end of the original Psalm in order to bring a conclusion or a benediction to uh, the second book of the Psalms. And what we see is that this is a, a Psalm for the king. This is a wish prayer for the king. Uh, this is one in which uh, God, they praised God for the king that, that uh, God had given them and that they wanted the king to prosper. You'll notice that uh, there's a, a theme that runs through the first few verses, a theme of judgment or justice and of righteousness. And all these words related together in the original Hebrew language repeated about 25 times throughout this psalm. So there's this hope that whatever is out of sorts and not to the right would be put to the rights Uh, by God's action and power um, through the king that God gives him, but also because of God's own power. Notice that there is a preference towards the poor. And I think this is an important element for us, that there's a justice and a fairness towards the poor that the psalmist is writing uh, towards. That somehow the poor and the defenseless are uh, an indication whether a community is just or not. If a community does not take care of the poor and if they take advantage of the defenseless, it exposes them as a wicked place or a place that is not right with God. But if the very poor and the very defenseless are taken care of, it is a sign, particularly those who are in leadership, that they are taking care of the poor, that they're not taking advantage of the poor. Um, because whenever people take advantage of the poor, it seems to create a host of issues and it cascades a darkness um, to the very ends of the community. And so I think this is one of the one of the uh, commentators said this that peace and justice are the two great themes of this psalm, and the hope is that the peace and justice work together, that there is a peace or fully or or, or shalom in the land, and that there is adequate justice, a thorough justice, that governs the people. What we see is that this is not an easy task to broker. Uh, the this is um, after this psalm uh, the. The biblical audience is exposed to the Roman Empire who believe that peace could only be established through victory. And so they would march into your community and they'd say, follow our ways. And if not, we'll go to war with you. And then there'd be peace afterwards. And so that you either yield to them before or after a war. Uh, that is not the type of justice and peace that the biblical minds are considering. They want a fully or peace where even the poor are taken care of an upside down world where all Dwell together in a harmony, and in a peace where justice abounds as well. So let's pray for that this morning. That's, that's our imagination. That is our inheritance. The, the people of God are not people who just say, well, it looks like we're out of luck and things are just going to be all out of source until the very end. And we just got to get used to it. Uh, nor are we a pie in the sky, folks who turn our eyes away from the gross injustice of the world and pretend like they're not there, whistling past the graveyard type people. No, we strive for justice and we strive for peace. And so that takes a lot of boldness and courage to do so. So so that's why we need to pray this morning, that God would give us the imagination to imagine those two pictures. let's spend some time praying together this morning. Heavenly Father, we bow before you this morning, and this time of prayer is a gift to us. As we start a new day, this world that stretches out in front of us, these hours that we have in front of us for this day, we know it's a gift. We didn't have to wake up today. We didn't have to have air in our lungs. We didn't have to have our bodies animated. We didn't have to have jobs to go to. We didn't have to have schools to attend and friends to attend to or networks of community to uh, integrate into and to participate in. We didn't have to have all that, but... We have that in front of us today, and so God, we know that it's all a gift. And so we thank you for the gift of the season of Advent. Advent teaches us to wait, but not to wait um, without activity, but to wait while being active. And so we thank you that there's a pattern of behavior from your people from the very beginning that we would pray, but we would also act that we'd pray for peace and that we would act in peace, that we'd pray for justice and that we would be a just people. So God, we thank you for the psalm today. We thank you that there was a group of people who wrote a song, who wanted to believe that this world would not be as it is, that they wouldn't receive it as it is, but they knew there was a greater day, a greater thing coming. And they knew that you established ruler, rulers and authorities in order to help that come about, and so they prayed uh, for a ruler that would excel in justice and peace. And so, God, that's what we pray for today. We pray for just and peace and, and justice and peace to abound in our communities and our streets. We pray that that would be the vision of our leadership in this country, and our local communities, to the ends of the earth. We pray that just as you appoint kings and you bring them down, that you would appoint people of peace and that you'd bring those who offer hostility as the only answer, that you bring them down. God, for those who operate in unjust ways, God, we pray that you'd bring them down, that you put people who operate with justice. God, we uh, choose to believe that this world is bending towards an arc of redemption, that you have a dream of a fully-orbed shalom, a peace in all the cosmos. And so, God, we pray that you would work that within us, that we would choose that for ourselves as the great aim of our lives, and that we would offer that as the great solution to all the issues within our community, that we'd speak high the gospel, which says that that we can have peace with God and that we can have peace with one another. So, God, we pray for the outworking of the gospel. Would you allow us to... uh, Meet the needs of those around us, including those who are the poor and the most vulnerable and defenseless. May that be a sign that we are taking care of those people in our community because we know that in Christ we have been forgiven and taken care of even when we are bankrupt spiritually. And so God, I pray that you would embolden us, that you would inspire us, that you would cause us to have relationships and resources for those ends today. May we be able to lift the plight of the poor among us, knowing that you're among them. May we see your face in every face, including the faces of the poor and of the vulnerable today. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.